This is exactly right. Hi, I'm Erin Welsh. And I'm Erin Almond Updike, and we're the hosts of This Podcast Will Kill You on Exactly Right. We're back with our seventh season, which is bigger and better than ever. Because guess what? We're now a weekly show. This season, we're tackling everything from long COVID to norovirus, from the supplement industry to IVF, and so, so much more. New episodes drop every single Tuesday. Follow This Podcast Will Kill You wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to my favorite murder, the Minnesota. Well, reread your stuff back to you. <sighs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> it's not a problem. Stop worrying. Stop acting like everything is a fucking problem that we do. We've got, we'll take care of you. Look, we've always let you down before. <laughs> you know time, that you can't rely on us. You can't count on us. You, we don't know what we're talking about. Everything we say is false. So why are you panicking now? So what's the problem now? You should have done it like well, six months ago. Yeah. So here's what's amazing. Uh, last time, uh, someone told a story. How did this happen, Stephen? Someone. Episode 97. But right. it was a minisode, right? Minisode. No, so. it was a false philosode, <laughs> philosophical sode, and it was a philistiller sode, uh, right, Stephen? And okay, it was a full episode, and someone said something about something in the walls, was right? It me? But I it think was me. We went on. Yes, you started it, and then we began to discuss finding things in right. the walls. I told the story about Katie Neuberger's house, um, things in walls. Yes. So basically, Stephen had this great idea to. Wasn't it your idea to ask for people to send us uh, yes. hometowns of stuff in walls, right? It was yours, Stephen. No, I feel like it was a group effort. I mean, I guess I should take the... Good, I should good take move. The, the, the consummate politician. Yeah. You should take credit? Was that the last thing that you were going to say? That was the last thing I was going to say. I'm pretty sure mistake. we had... Yeah. Okay, fine. I'm deleting the text where you asked. Uh, <laughs> and we're all... And Let's it never pretend. happened. It was a team effort. We need to start doing more team building. I would like to do trust falls at the end of this episode, please. Really, let's get into the circle of trust. <laughs> Surround yourself by a... Listen. Okay, so wait, what happened? Oh, yeah. We don't know. Put stuff in walls. And we were like, why don't you tell everyone, do you have a weird story or photos? Tell us what you found in walls. Exactly. We're in love with that. And it's our dream. And and what I what was awesome is at, right after Stephen posted the episode the next day, it started immediately. Yeah. And somebody start, somebody said, and, and I have one here, but there are so many good ones that I, I would like to just say this quickly. Somebody came and said, we opened a wall and there tons of razor blades came out. Right. And then someone else, this was a real time thing that happened on Twitter. And someone else came in and said in the twenties, that's how they used to dispose of razor blades. Your, your uh, medicine cabinet that got set into the wall had a little hole where you were supposed to put the razor blade like space. into this, like a little spot. It was like dispose of razor blades here. Why? And it just went into the wall. That doesn't make any sense. Steven has a photo. Yeah. But that was like, Holy you know, shit. that's how they did shit back in the day. Oh my God. Just piles 
and piles oh, of old razor blades that's laying there. Creepy. So if you've ever had that happen to you, there's it there's an explanation. And I just love that we have listeners that yeah. immediately are like, let me tell you a little something about medicine cabinets in the twenties. Okay. <laughs> Fucking facts. Uh, I love pointless facts. <laughs> we love them. So credit to Kim M. Thanks, Kim M. For educating us on that. So I didn't mean to like, you know, that was a great one too, but that just kicked us off. Mm-hmm. And now Steven, he's got some stories. Do you want me to go first? You, right, you go first. Okay. I'm all sitting up and ready. I know. Um, because I really did love this one. So it's, hi ladies, love you both and you're amazing, etc. Boom. We're, <laughs> we're in. Love you too for writing it that way. Right. My grandfather bought an old Victorian hotel in Ireland in the 1970s. Awesome. Attached is a picture of the hotel in its heyday. Let's see that picture. Yes. You can find these photos on Twitter and Instagram. It looks amazing. Sepia toned. It's everything you want out of it. The hotel is sepia toned. Yeah. The whole, that whole neighborhood. They painted everything sepia toned. Um, just give you, this picture is from 2011, but it's sepia toned, so it feels old. Um, that's not true. Okay. So. It had about 20 bedrooms, and at the beginning, before it opened, my dad's family lived in there. Um, about six months, after about six months, one of my uncles, who was six or seven at the time, was playing and slammed hard <gasps> into a wall. Mm-mm, head injury. Uh, <laughs> it broke... The wall broke, revealing another room, which had been sealed <gasps> up. Once my grandfather broke the wall down, they found an empty room with only a trunk inside, and when they opened <laughs> the fucking... Wait, oh, what? I just want to savor this moment, like where I'm so excited and I don't know yet. Okay. Okay. When they okay, go ahead. When they opened it, they it had a fucking skeleton inside. Uh huh. And then the next sentence, an actual human skeleton. What the fuck? <laughs> an actual. It's human an actual skeleton. human skeleton. <laughs> and the jaw was going. Ah, 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 ah. No. Uh, granddad's photo was in the local paper and it was a really big deal in this rural Irish town. <gasps> when the police looked into it, it turns out a doctor had lived there oh. years before and it was his office prop. Oh. oh, I mean, still how fucking rad. Like, no, that whole experience. Like, what else do you want it to be? Nothing. Anything else is disappointing. No, you're right. But it's not as fun. It's. You don't want someone to have been terribly murdered and then sealed up into a secret room. Absolutely not. Of course you don't want that. But 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 we're trying to tell stories but here. This is my favorite murder. Look. Listen. Uh, listen. Listen. I, I got I was short on. I was I, late. I was trying to hold for you and then I had to move on. <laughs> um Granddad was so disappointed. <gasps> He's an old Irish murderino. Oh, my God. Granddad was so disappointed and always would tell the story to people when they would come to the hotel. Oh, I love it. They're like, oh, great. <laughs> oh, and then she wrote OG murderino. Oh, my God. Nice. SSDGM, Lara. Thanks, Lara. That's Laura. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm not going to read you the, the title of this because it tells you what they found. Great. Um, let's see. Hi, friends easy hi i have an abandoned creepy story for you my sister lived in her apartment for 10 years in downtown vacaville oh northern california vacaville spanish for cow town that's up near where i'm from (laughs) she had been having bad pest problems thought it was her crazy neighbors tried everything she could on her own and finally the landlord um, brought in an exterminator he found nothing which chilled him to believe there was an actual pest problem but he did find a crawl space under the foundation. Uh-oh. Having the total opposite reaction, I would. He crawled in. <gasps> I would, would you? 
Um, it depends on how wide the crawl space was uh-huh. and how many flashlights and uh-huh. guns I had on me. Good, good call. Okay. He found a full staircase, which led him to a fully furnished kitchen. No, no, It no. even had cans, jars, plates, etc. on the countertops and in the cabinets. What? There was another room attached, but it was empty. It was clear the living space had been abandoned for many years. My what six- about the jars? <laughs> My sister lived directly above for, all caps, 10 years and had no idea. <sighs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. There's a fucking apartment below you. An apartment with shit in it, it from when it got it. sealed. Why did they leave? Why did they seal it? The, why don't take the why is it accessible in a, car, in a crawl space only? <laughs> she moved out recently into a home without hidden rooms. We hope. Thanks. Love you guys. Hope to see you in 2018. SSDGM Audrey. Audrey. Fuck. That was uh so awesome. But also, do you remember? Did you ever see that article when they discovered? Yes. It, that French apartment that got sealed up during the war? No. I just I'm always assume I know what everyone's talking about. Well, there's don't. lots. Uh, you're, that's how we're same-sames. <laughs> it's the that's, best. That's right. I remember hearing. Oh, Some my God. Some rich lady sealed up her apartment, got the F out of France. Yeah. She's like, why, I'll be back. Why am I saying F now? The F out. Karen stopped cursing. <laughs> I um, am a born-again Christian now. Um, she's like, I'll be right back. I'm going to get out of here during World War II. Lay low. Somewhere fucking chill. Did not... Whatever happened to her, she never made it back. They unseal it, and it's as is from nineteen like thirty eight, maybe or like crazy old. Yeah, all her rich shit inside: paintings, clothes, perfume bottles. Can I just uh, please let me go there? Please. You know what I really want to do is go to the Tenement Museum in New York. The best. Have you been? Yes. (gasps) Is it rad? It's amazing. It's a museum where you can like walk. It's like they turned an old walk up right like yeah. apartment building into it like preserved tenements of what they were like at the what turn of the century or um 20s yes tens, tens i think okay. tens turn of centuries right okay i think we'll and see. those are the tenements that my grandmother and her two sisters had to go to when she emigrated here from ireland Nuh-uh. when she was 17 years <gasps> old and she they got picked up at ellis island by their quote-unquote sponsor who was a man in a white suit Uh-oh. in a panama hat uh, and when they got dropped off at the tenement devious they're in a room and there's a full family in the other room because it's like one apartment yeah. separate rooms they get dropped off in into like a bedroom fill the whole apartment is filled with other families and other immigrants and my grandmother turned to her sisters and said i'm getting out of here you can come with me or not <gasps> and the next day they took a train to chicago and then a train to, to san francisco because they had always had a postcard at their house of what San Francisco looked like and the streets were wide and clean and she said that's why she went to San Francisco that's adorable isn't that amazing and she was the middle sister but she was like uh coming with me I'm out we're not doing the plan bossy bitches that's right Lee my sister I'm looking at you that's right she would have got you out of that tenement she would have okay so um this is not so are you ready Okay. Okay. I'm not going to read you the subject line because it gives it away again. Hi, all. Great. You talked about wanting to hear any stories about finding things in the walls in your last podcast, and I have quite a good one. (laughs) When I was about eight, my parents decided to renovate the garage that was attached to the house in a downstairs into a downstairs bedroom for my sister. When the builders were digging up the concrete floor to replace with something more bedroomy, they hit rotting wood. Uh Uh-oh. On closer inspection, they were two coffins with human remains inside. (gasps) 
Needless to say, they were freaked out and told my parents. They contacted the city council about info about the house and the police got involved to investigate why the bodies were there. Turns out the house used to be a small church and the bodies were basically a small graveyard. A while later, the gardener even found children's tombstones in the garden. What in the fucking fuck? Weirdly, my parents were very chill about this. They decided to leave the bodies where they were and put a metal cage around them. My sister slept directly above those bodies for about 10 years until we moved i want to i don't understand thanks for reading this daniel okay the way he he actually said until we moved house and he's used it a couple he used a couple other phrases that makes me think he's british Uh i think hold on one second are there pictures of this because i remember a story about this uh and seeing pictures online oh shit okay First of all, that was the worst Google search that I could have done on the show because I then just, there was coffins found on a New York City street. There was, and this one, the one I'm talking about is a 145 year old coffin, um, with girl found under oh, a San Francisco home. That's right. Did you see that one? And the coffin has a window in it. Right. And she's super preserved yes. too. Yeah. Yeah. You can see her. For some reason, they were like, she's blonde. You can see yeah. her like she's, it's so it's creepy. A really old child's grave. Yes. Bo- coffin. The red rose is still visible between the hands. Eee! Can you imagine? I cannot. Because <sighs> if you dug that up, you'd be like, I'm cursed for eternity. No. Yes. yes. Good luck. I think it's good luck. <laughs> I want to buy a house just so I have a yard to fucking, and I'm just going to dig in the yard, dig everything up. My neighbor's going to be like, what the fuck? Now I told you about when I dug in the yard and what I found, right? Change? No. Was that in every story? Tell me what you found. <laughs> it was, did I tell this already? When I was out in the backyard and I saw a little piece of white porcelain sticking out of the lawn. Tell me. And I went over there and I started to pull it up. Uh It was the lid to the butter dish that had disappeared. George had stolen. (laughs) She had undone the butter dish. Oh, my God. She had eaten, licked all the butter clean. So when I came home, it was just the bottom part of the butter dish licked clean (laughs) and the top was gone. And that was fucking like three months ago or more. And she had buried the lid in the yard. And it was like, it looked like I was pulling up some kind of weird antique. I'm so excited. That's where, and that's when she acts guilty. I walk in in the house and she'll do this thing where she, she crawls like I'm screaming at her and trying to beat her. You're not, you don't even know what happened yet. And I'm just going, what'd you do? Yeah. What happened? And I, and then it's just a long play until I uncover what she did. That's kind of fun. Did you laugh out loud when you saw that? I couldn't. Yes. I immediately, of course, put it on Twitter because it was like, this is genius. That what a good sweet baby. She's a good girl that loves butter and can she loves it so much that she can eat it in a way where I don't notice. She oh doesn't make God. a big deal about it. Butter. <laughs> Entire oh, sticks of butter. Okay. I love her. But that's not the same as a full coffin nope. under your room uh-uh. for ten years. No. Okay. All right. I'm gonna read okay, this one's creepy. Okay. So hello, Karen, Georgia, Steven, an animal company. I have a weird finding things in the wall story I thought you'd be interested in. When I was in high school, my then boyfriend moved into an older house in a small farming town near my slightly less small, but still really small central Illinois town. My house was was fairly, fairly small and was raised up on cinder blocks with flimsy sheet metal skirting the house. Being an old house, it had plumbing issues. So my boyfriend decided to crawl under the house. And then it says gross. Uh. 
uh-huh, to see if the pipes ran underneath. When he emerged from the under the house covered in leaves and probably the dust of a thousand dead mouse corpses, <laughs> he had a small red notebook in his hand. By the looks of the faux leather cover, it was from the 50s or 60s, but most of the pages were intact. And being the history nerd, I was stoked. However, when we opened it up, there was only one thing written in the book over and over again. Uh-oh. Leslie. Oh, no. The entire of this probably, the entirety of this probably 50-page notebook, front and back, in uniform handwriting, was the name Leslie. It was really unsettling to imagine what headspace someone had been in to take the time to do that. Not one word looked different from other, from another. They were so perfect in uniform. There had to be a thousand Leslies. Oh. He took the notebook, and I never found out what happened to it after that. The most I found in the walls of my house was a wad of money from the meth dealer that lived here before me. Yes! Not very mysterious, but hey, money is money. That's right, girl. That's awesome. Poor guy. Anyway, that's my creepy things in the wall story, SSDGM, Devin. Devin, that's really, really good. Uh, that makes me think of, I saw, an, um, they had an art installation at the Hammer Museum one time, and part of it was art from a mental hospital <gasps> from a long time ago. Oh, I want to see that. One of the things, and I stood there for so long oh staring God. at it, it was this big piece of paper, and all, every piece of art had the card of talking about the patient that did it, <gasps> oh and what, God. like, what they were in for. Dream. This woman had written on a piece of paper, just like in the same way, except for not, mm-hmm. it wasn't, uh, neat in uniform. It was, it was it, as if she had written on the paper and then gone back over and then <gasps> written again and written again. And it was just the phrase, sweetheart, come. <gasps> and she, it was one of those things where her husband dropped her off at the mental institution. Oh. And, she, and she just sat there writing sweetheart come on top of it on a piece of paper oh like wrote it all on both sides and then did it over again and it is like i couldn't take my eyes off it. oh my god that's just so creepy and sad it's so sad sweetheart comes sweetheart. that's your tattoo i think i'm gonna start crying, <laughs> I'm gonna cry. that's your tattoo karen sweetheart come uh. And then people will be like, is that sexual? Oh, yeah. Get it like right. Never mind. <laughs> I'm not going there. We're there. We're already there. We're fucking there. Okay, ready? Mm-mm. If you're like me, you're always looking for a story to dive into. Whether it's a family drama or a mystery to solve, the key to getting hooked is the details. I need rich visuals and intricate storylines, and June's journey has that and more. June's Journey is a mobile mystery game that follows June Parker, a daring young woman, on a quest to uncover the truth about her sister's murder. This is your chance to test your detective skills because you'll play the game as June herself. Explore beautifully designed scenes from the 1920s, like lavish estates and gardens, and don't forget to keep an eye out for hidden clues. There are twists, turns, and catchy tunes, all leading you deeper into the thrilling storyline. And if you play well enough, you could make it to the detective club. There, you'll chat with other players and compete with or against them. June needs your help, but watch out, you never know which character might be a villain. Shocking family secrets will be revealed, but will you crack the case? Find out as you escape this world and dive into June's world of mystery, murder, and romance. It's all just one tap away. Discover your inner detective when you download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. That's June's Journey. Download the game for free on iOS and Android. Goodbye. 
There's something about the sound of an old-timey cash register that really takes me back. I know. It sounds like someone is about to hand me an ice cream cone, but it also sounds like we just sold some merch. That's right. And if you're a Shopify user like us, you know that this sound means you just made a sale. Shopify has helped millions of businesses sell their products online, but did you know they also offer the same support for brick and mortar stores? From accepting payments to managing inventory, they have everything you need to sell in person. So give your point of sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify POS tracks sales across all your locations. That way you'll always know what you have in stock and where. They also provide reliable tech that fits your unique retail needs, like turning a tablet into a credit card reader. And if you're looking to reach new customers, check out Shopify's marketing tools. They're easy to use and they integrate with all social media platforms. With Shopify, we have a powerful partner for managing our sales. And if you're a business owner, you can too. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period today at shopify.com murder. And here's the important note, that promo code is all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash murder and take your retail business to the next level. That's shopify.com slash murder. Again, don't forget the code is all lowercase. Goodbye. Georgia, have you ever been blown away by the most simple dish at a restaurant? Like perfectly scrambled eggs? Oh my God, yes, Karen. And then all I want to do is make that dish at home and eat it every day. Well, you probably could as long as you have the chef's secret ingredient, Made In Cookware. Made In was created to bring restaurant quality performance kitchenware to home chefs around the world. For years, they've built their business by supplying restaurants and top chefs with high-end cookware. Some of Tom Colicchio's most treasured dishes at his restaurant craft are made in Made In. Whether you're cooking for professional critics or just the critics you live with, your meals will benefit from the quality of Made In products. Like their carbon steel cookware, it combines the best of both cast iron and stainless steel clad, so it's rugged enough for grills or an open flame. It's the MVP of summer cookouts and cook-ins. What I really love about made-in cookware is that it actually makes something like having a Memorial Day barbecue much more convenient because you can keep everything on the grill if you need to throw, say, a pan of garlic up on the top while you're grilling your steaks on the bottom. It's strong enough, durable enough to do that. If you want to take your cooking to the next level, remember what so many great dishes have in common. They're all made-in, made-in. Save up to 25% this Memorial Day from May 18th through May 27th when you visit madeincookware.com. That's M-A-D-E-I-N cookware.com. Goodbye. This, the subject line is my friends wish they could find whatever is hidden in their house. Okay. Hello, MFM fam, especially Frank and George. Oh, wow. that is, All right. I mean, that's favoritism. Um, congrats on being so close to episode 100. <laughs> it really matters to some people. I know. We can't skip we it. We can't skip episode 100. Um, we've got to celebrate good times. Come on. Okay. I've been listening to, oh, since episode 12. Huh. Wow. Hi. And I'm so thankful for the community you've created. We didn't do you it. Guys you did created it. it. Thank you. you. We're thankful too. Yeah. Thank you so much. I wanted to send a, um, a hidden item story as per your discussion in episode 97. Uh, the story belongs to a friend of mine and is about an unfound item in their house. <gasps> uh, my dear friend bought a house in a gentrified neighborhood in our home city of Indianapolis. Her and her husband poured their life savings into an old craftsman and created their dream home. Oh, I bet that's amazing. 
After living there for over a year, one winter night, they received a knock on the door from a man they did not know. Being the idiots that they are, they answered the door. (laughs) The man told them he had recently been released from prison and used to live in their house. Without being too specific, he told my friend and her husband he had hidden something in their home before going to jail and he was now coming back for his hidden item. And I'm moving out immediately. Of course my friends had no idea what to do. This isn't exactly something you can plan for. And they told him they were not okay with letting him inside their home. The stranger quickly became angry and tried to force his way into what the house. The fuck? My friends called the police and the man left. Unfortunately, the man returned many times. Oh my God. Until eventually he was arrested for literally trying to break into their home. The arrest was a violation of his parole, of course. They sent him back to prison. Oh. Uh. My friends have spent days scouring their entire home and even had the police come and search their house as well they have found literally nothing of interest the issue now is that the man will eventually be released from prison again and will most likely return for whatever he thinks is still hidden inside their home whatever he thinks is in there is either hidden incredibly well or is no longer there we have spent many parties posted up in their kitchen oh my speculating God. what could be hidden in their house my guess is a massive brick of coke or a weapon connected to another crime <gasps> I hope this story piques your interest. Oh, it has. And it definitely has got me thinking about the crazy shit that can happen when you buy a house. SSDGM Nicole. Oh my crazy. God, now, can, that's like an, that's like a horror movie. It's a horror, but it's also the movie Out of Sight, uh, where they go and they're trying to find the diamonds that are hidden oh, in the yeah. house. And spoiler alert. They're hidden in the fish tank. They just look like rocks. Right. Uh, which is the best thing ever. And I wonder if it's something like that. Like, cause I would think you wouldn't, if it, if it's hidden and it's a weapon, you'd just be like, it's hidden and don't worry about it. Yeah. But I bet you it's some kind of money or jewels or cash, something that's, he needs money. He just got out of jail. Why would he have hidden it though? Because like, if they just read it their house. Then they probably put new flooring in, let's say, maybe, or, you know, knocked a wall out or like replaced it. I bet they didn't knock every wall out. Shit, man. Yeah. And you're right because cops know all those hidden places. Yeah. Like, you know, a weird vent or. Yeah. I just feel like, come in. We're going to get out. You go inside. Seriously. You have five minutes. Listen, honor system. Yeah. We love our shit. Please don't steal it. Please don't steal it. And then you get your stolen shit. And then never come back again. And just don't come back. Yeah. Look, if you knock, look and listen, if you knock a hole in the wall to get whatever's in there, it's okay. Then, then peel off a thousand dollar bill and leave it for Right. Us. From the, yeah. Fair's fair. Fair's fair. Okay. Um, we've got systems in place. Listen, we are, we are a go. Okay. Okay. Here we go. Mm-hmm. Here's the last one. Okay. The best thing I ever found under a floor. Hey, all. Thanks so much for the rad podcast. You asked for stories of things inside walls, etc. And while this isn't creepy or weird, I had to tell you about it. My dad's best friend, Roger, died of cancer about 10 years ago. Recently, his widow was remodeling their kitchen and they had to rip up the old floor. <laughs> They found a board on the bottom side of which Roger had painted, I love you always. <gasps> oh, there's a photo. No. Let me see. I can't see that far away. Oh, my God. No. Uh, it's just the kind of man he was. <laughs> the most selfless and caring person you could ever meet. Needless to say. Oh. 
I love you. It says I love you always. There's a photo on our Instagram and Twitter. Uh, needless to say, it was a super mo- emotional when they found it. It still makes me tear up to see the photo. I've attached a picture for you. Can't wait to see you in Columbus. Lindsay in Indiana. Oh, my God. I'm totally crying. You're crying. Well, that's so fun. That's a good one to end it on. If you guys have them, man, we'll keep them in. That's they're good. I. That's the best. Yeah. A delay. I have to say. I'm not going to lose my shit, but I have to say that I have a junk drawer and I just telling you earlier how I cleaned mm-hmm. it out this morning, but the first time I cleaned it out, not the first time, but one time I cleaned it out and I found a card from my mom <gasps> because she was big into sending cards and she uh-huh. would do it all the time. And it was like, not that big of a deal, Yeah. but I found this one in this drawer and it was like, she was being very self-reflective and it is the loveliest oh. fucking card. And it's just all about, I can't tell you how much you and your sister mean to me. And there's this whole thing that it's like new again. It, it's yes, like getting a letter from your mom. When I got it, it was like 1994 yeah. or something. And I was like, yeah, yeah, I'll talk to you later. Yeah. And it, was the best. So that, like, I think that put me right in that. That's like the same thing, but yeah. with something like that, she never knew she had it in the first place. And she might have never known. Yeah. If they hadn't ripped the floor up, they might have never known. And so he just did it just to be, what a sweetheart. It's like the reverse of sweetheart come. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> I'm glad we ended it on a good note. I know. Oh, shit. Can I read one more? Yeah. It's good. Okay. D- Hello, Karen, Georgia, Stephen, and Animals. You mentioned in your last podcast that you were looking for people who found cool things in their walls. I didn't find anything murder-related, but I did find a random assortment of objects. My fiancé and I were renovating our basement about a year or two ago, and the basement had a horrible decor, wood shingles on most walls. Ew. Inside? Inside shingles? <laughs> a large native mural of a bird. <laughs> Wooden arrow on one wall, shag kind of carpet, stucco. amazing. Yeah. We found the following items in the walls during demolition. A black Sharpie message, quote, we hope the world is better for you because it sure is fucked up in our time. <laughs> Ron and Brian, December 1976. Oh, my God. And there's a photo. And there's a photo. <laughs> oh, my God. That's, Sorry, Ron and Brian. Brian and Brian, we got bad news. Yeah, guess what? You baby boomers are probably the Republicans now. Uh, <laughs> also, it peaked. 76 it may have been at the t- oh my god that's so good let me see that's the other one so oh my god uh so that message then a blank postcard of a man in a bright pink speedo chest hair and all <laughs> there's that picture he's so good glorious. he's amazing a deck of playing cards featuring naked women from the 70s awesome um a pipe with weed stuffed in it Fuck yeah a, a wooden dildo that was clearly homemade what? wow uh, wood shop a small batman figurine and an ABBA Greatest Hits Volume 2 vinyl record. Wow. <laughs> anyway, thanks for the laughs. It was great seeing you at the Toronto Live Show, Renee. Oh, That's my God. Good. I like that. Amazing. I like not ending on crying sad stuff. I, I just love that list of shit. Yeah. It's so good. Live your life. Um, and then stuff it into a wall. <laughs> I remember when I was little, my and we were latchkey kids, and one of my neighbors was like, my mom, we're painting the kitchen tomorrow, so my mom said I can draw on the wall if I want. Come over, let's do it. And we all fucking did it. And we got in huge trouble, because like we weren't supposed to 
she was like, you, I meant you could write your name on the wall, but we had like Sharpie drew all over. So they had to put like extra paint down. So like that pay extra. Hey mom, clarify. Clarify you and don't leave me specific. alone as yeah. a seven year old to do whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> Oops. That's hilarious. Yeah. Um, uh, thanks for listening. Send your hometown murder stories and your in the wall stories and fucking whatever to my favorite murder at Gmail. Yeah, we want to hear. Yeah. We want to hear about you. Thanks, guys. And in the meantime, stay sexy. And don't get murdered. Bye. Bye. Elvis. Is Elvis going to leave this podcast? I don't know. Don't do it. Elvis. Oh, hi, guys. I uh, you. You want a cookie?